who didn't understand. Peter wanted not only the feet, but also the hands and the head. But Jesus did not wash the head of Peter, did not wash the hands of Peter. He just washed the feet. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus, teach us what is hidden in this text. In the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, I pray in Jesus' name. And please have your seat. May you be blessed. May you be blessed. Is there any mic? Is somebody who's going to read for me? Is there any mic? Uh, I know it's going to read for me. So stand by and bless where there is. There is the mic. Hallelujah. How many of you have, have got both feet? How many of you hear English? How many of you don't understand English? My one long face and a circumstance is that How many of you hear English? Lift up your hand. How many of you don't hear English? So all of us will hear English. So we are going to interact as I'm waiting with Right. How many of you have got both feet? No, you can sit down tell you to me. How many of you have got both feet? Can you put your head down and your feet up? So you don't hear English. Okay, it's fine. It's okay. You know, Jesus Christ, I just wanted you to laugh. Jesus Christ brings another avenue of the gospel that we don't usually understand. It is the time it is a week before he is crucified. Or it is some days before he's going to be he's going to be crucified. As some days, Peter is already, the devil has already entered Judas Iscariot. The devil has already entered Judas Iscariot so as for Jesus Christ to be sold out and to be crucified. Now, Jesus Christ, as they have finished eating or before eating, because every time when you want to see Jesus Christ, you will see him going to a feast, you will see him eating, or you will see him having finished eating. Anybody who thought that Jesus Christ always stay fasting is a lie. If you read the Bible, you see him going to eat, coming from eating or in front of the food. That's why even David told us that he prepares a table right in the presence of my enemies because God does not love to preach to people who are hungry. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Because many times when somebody is hungry, he does not understand. Especially man, Jabba, it's man, and I know that your rentals are partly half. But let me tell you one thing. If you're going to take this scripture and understand what God was trying to tell us, you will see yourself and repeat everything. I want you to understand something about Jesus Christ. Like he speaks about washing the feet. And then he takes the towel and then he washes the feet. Right? In those days when Jesus Christ was walking the earth, there were no shoes. There were sandals. And the sandals were worn by people who had money. Not everybody could wear a sandal. I'm saying this. Not everybody could wear a sandal. Because it was something that was afforded by rich people. You must read things in the Bible. Listen, right? So if you see a rich person without a sandal, it was a sign that the person was mourning somebody who has died. I listen to my right now. We see Jesus Christ saying to his disciples, These guys were not all of them rich. Some of them had shoes, some of them didn't have shoes. Hallelujah. So now what I need you to understand is. The work of washing the feet was not done by somebody in any position. It was done by the least servant. It was done by the servant of servants. So now we see Jesus Christ stooping down and doing the work of a manual service. Manual service and a servant who's very below. And the washing the feet, imagine the feet that has been walking all day. You must wash those feet clean. And they put apply some oil. And they let the person because that's why there is a law in the churches of Amapostol that you don't come to the church wearing shoes. Now get the point. 
because you love listening to my good best teacher, Mans Manru. Mans Manru said prayer is and is giving God permission. When I wanted to pray that, when I wanted to pray that, the Holy Spirit said, No, it's not, that's not it. It's not giving God permission. You cannot give your father permission to do anything in his yard. God is the author and the perfecter of our faith. He says, if you make your bed in hell, I am there. He said, wherever higher, listen, he's so high that you can't get above him. He's so low that you can't get under him. He's so high that you can't get around him. So you cannot tell God what to do. Order my steps. The steps of the good man are ordered by God. Your feet, the, the word of God is the lamp of your feet. I need you to stay with me because I want you to know that there is a covenant that you need to understand that God put on your feet. There is a covenant that I need you to know that God did not put in your hands only, did not put in your ears, but God could put that covenant on your feet. In fact, Joshua, wherever your soul will feet to step, you will possess the land. He said to Abraham, Abraham, wherever your soul of things are going to step, you shall possess the land. So wherever we enter, we have got the right, we have got the power to possess the land. Why? Because we have got covenant in our seat with the Lord. The covenant was put on our feet. Whatever office you enter, they possess the place. It belongs to you. Whenever you go, when you are going to buy a piece of land, say, this is mine. Whatever you step on that place. My son, Pastor Joshua, they wanted to sell him a place of worshiping, but he didn't have money. He tried everything. He just paid the deposit. He didn't have money. The owner of the place wanted to sell the place to another person. Then he phoned me and said, Daddy, please come. Things are not fine. They want to take the place. I said, okay, I understand that the covenant of owning the land is on my feet. I said, I'm driving there. I went with the Zulu. When I reached that place, I stepped on the place. I said, this is the house of God. The owner of the place came. When he came, he looked at me and said, are you the father of this man? I said, yes. He said, you have got the land. Hallelujah. He wanted cash. This, this woman wanted cash. But when I claimed the land, I said, this is for your church. This is for the glory of God. The woman came, looked at me and said, you are going to pay bit by bit. The land is yours. Now, Pastor Joshua is the owner of a big patch of land. Ladies and gentlemen, there is something about your feet. Do not let your feet take you to a place where God is going to keep you. Do not let your feet take you to a place where God is going to disarm you. Let your feet take you to a place that is going to bring glory to God. I said, 
angels concerning me. He will command these angels concerning you. To guard you in all your ways. To guard you in all your ways. They will lift you up in their hands. They will lift you up in their hands. So that you don't strike your foot against the So rock. that you are not going to strike your foot against a rock. Matthew 4. This verse, when Jesus Christ is being tempted in the mountain, the devil caused Psalms 91. But he does not start where he is supposed to start. He starts when there is no call. Because he knows that you don't know. Listen when the devil starts reading. And say to him, uh -huh. if you are the son of God. Uh -huh. Listen, listen what he does. He adds something. If you are the son of God, throw yourself down. Did Psalms 91 say throw yourself down? No. no. He never said so. Listen now, he has added, if you are the son of God, throw yourself down and then join Psalms 91. Read. For it is written. Uh-huh. He will what? He shall give his angels charge over you. Do you see that way he took it? He took it in Psalms 91, but he added something. He shall, he shall command angels to have charge over you. Come on. And in their hands and they, they shall bear you up. They shall bear you up. And dash, dash your foot against the And they shall not dash your foot. The devil also knows about the foot. We're supposed to be studying. Now, we have heard things that many verses I can prove to you. In Ruth 3, verse 4 to 8. In the month, because it's one hour. In Ruth 3, verse 4 to 8. Mamma 2, Ruth 3, we are going to go to Psalms 40, verse 2. You were speaking about feet. The pastor spoke about What was the pastor spoke about? Ah, that was speaking about feet. Our feet must not carry us to wrong places. Our feet, our feet, our feet, our feet. And he also showed us that the devil does not know the scripture. But, but, but it's all about the feet. You can use your verse now. Ruth 3, verse 4. Ruth 3, verse 4. Come on. Then it shall be. Then it shall be. When he lies down. When he lies. shall notice the place where he lies. When he lies down, you must notice the place where he lies. And you shall go in and uncover his feet. You shall go in. And uncover his feet. And lie down, and he will tell you what you should do. Yeah, well, yes. Psalms 40, verse 2. Go, go secretly on the threshing floor and uncover his feet. It is known that on the threshing floor, no woman is needed. But when you must detect talk. Thank you. 
feet. They put you out of a deep party place. And then he plants you on the highway. He plants you in a place where he knows nothing is going to stop you. He lifts you out from the mud. He lifts you out of sins. He lifted me and you out of muddy places. Then he planted us on the king's highway. Only when the king walks. Let God not catch you and find you going back to the mighty place. Let God not catch you going back to the dirty place. Because I need us to understand Ephesians, Ephesians 1 22. I need you to understand that without your feet, but when your feet is cold, you can't sleep. Because when your feet is cold, the whole body is cold. Your stomach is cold. Your head is, is cold. Your shoulders are cold. What is hidden on the feet? Read. And he put all things under his feet. And he put all things under his feet. And he gave him as head. And gave him to be head over all things. Things to the church. Yeah, Jesus Christ put everything under his I want you to see a certain lady. A certain lady was busy cooking in the kitchen. When she was busy cooking in the kitchen, she came to Jesus, she was busy doing salad, onion, and tomatoes. She came to Jesus and said, Jesus, don't you, don't, don't you care that my sister is leaving me to suffer with cucumbers and onion and tomatoes? Yet she, yet Mary is just sitting at your feet. Hallelujah. It's just sitting. Come, come, my cousin, come, come. Give me a chair when I when I when I find. Give me a chair. Sit here. It's sitting here. Jesus is sitting here. It's sitting here. He's speaking. And Jesus is speaking. Jesus is speaking. Eh? You must everyone do things in the right way. So mother, yeah. mother looks at him, mm, is getting everything. Yeah. Jesus is still laying hands on her. She's getting everything. No, 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 no. And she, she gets jealous. And says, oh, Jesus, don't you care that I suffer? Yet mother is sitting at your feet. There were many chairs in the house. That mother could sit and that Jesus could sit. But mother did so that, no, it is not fine. I'd rather sit at the feet of Jesus. Because at the feet, that's where the entrance is. If God permits us, we're going to if God permits us, we're going to break a naked age of the bread. I need you to understand that Martha started seeing that she Mary is getting everything. Mary is getting everything at the feet of Jesus. Yet I am here bending with oil and tomatoes. Nothing is functioning, nothing is happening. Then let me tell you one thing. If you are going to wake up in the morning and tell yourself that where I am setting my foot today, I'm going to make money. Let me tell you one thing. You are going to make money. But if you tell yourself that where I am going, things are going to fall apart. Things are going to fall apart. The confinement is in your feet. No, it's fine. It's fine. Do not listen. In Exodus 3, verse 5, he said, Do not come near my Lord in your When he was sending Moses, Moses saw the bush burning. And then the voice came from the bush and said, Do not come near. And then, Do not come near. Take your sandals off your feet. For the ground that you are standing on is holy. Take, take your son. It was not only speaking about what we are seeing. It was speaking about something deeper. It was speaking about the covenant. Hallelujah. Listen, in Isaiah 40, verse 21, the Bible says, But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on eagles like wings. They shall run. What do you run with? They shall not be weary and they shall walk. 
what do you want with what is it that the Bible is so concerned about the feet? The feet is the symbol of a messenger. Now I am teaching now. The feet is the symbol of a messenger. And the messenger is valued according to the message that he carries. The devil is always after your feet because he knows that wherever you are going, you are carrying a message. Wherever you go, what message are you carrying? Whatsoever you are going to meet, what message are you getting? The devil is always after your feet because the symbolism of the feet in the Bible symbol symbolizes a messenger. When you see the sign of feet in the Bible, you need to understand that this person is a messenger. So the devil does not want you to understand that when you hear the word of God, you are the messenger of God. So he cripples you that wherever you are going to go, you are going to carry the wrong message. You carry the wrong message of lying, the wrong message of jealousy, the wrong message of competing, the wrong message of fighting against others. That's why, because the messenger is valued according to the message that he brings. Did you hear what I said? The messenger is valued according to the message that he brings. And then when you see the feet, the feet is a symbol of traveling. The feet is the symbol of effort required for somebody to travel and to go somewhere. I want you to know that God is going to give you the feet like a deer. God is going to make your path to be wider so that your feet will never slip. That is found in Psalms 18 verse 36. God is going to make you the path for your life to be wider so as your feet not to slip. Paul tells the Ephesians to walk the kind of life that proves that God has called them. It's found in Ephesians 4 verse 1. Walk the type of a walk that will prove. When we now say walk the type of a walk, we say live the type of a life that when people are watching you, they will see that this person was called by God. Let us live in a way that when the people look at us, they are going to acidify. They are going to say, really, this person who joined was not like this before, but now something has happened. I need you to understand, our work must be the work that signifies, that spells out the way of God in other people's lives. Is there somebody listening to me? Hallelujah. Because we are no longer that people who are going to remove shoes when we come to the church. The feet of a messenger becomes valuable. Isaiah, Paul in Romans 10 and verse 15, and so the see by the advance. In Romans 10 verse 15, and in Isaiah 52 verse 7. Who Paul quotes Isaiah 52 verse 7, but he quotes it when he speaks in Romans 10 verse 15. You need to understand that the, the Old Testament is revealed in the New Testament and the Old Testament is explained in the New Testament. The New Testament is hidden in the Old Testament and the Old Testament is opened up in the New Testament. Some of the things that are symbols in the New Testament, they the Old Testament are explained in the New Testament. So if you're going to do away with the Old Testament, you're going because it's only the Old Testament that tells us that, that Abraham slept with Hagar. It's only the Old Testament that tells us that David slept with the Bathsheba. If you come to the New Testament in Hebrews 11, you will hear the Bible says, by faith David, by faith Abraham. You need to understand that the work of faith does not consider the sins that you do. Once you did them, they will never be counted again in the new work of life that you have received in Christ Jesus. We are going to come to the pivot of my message. Hallelujah. Amen. The feet of the Christians must not be swayed or must not be must not be the feet that stumble. Your feet must be planted on the king's highway. That's what I want you to understand. Your feet must be planted on the king's highway. I'm going to come to the interesting part before I reach to the interesting part. There is something that I am just thinking. Can you please open your Bibles of Genesis 3? Verse 13. 
Read. Genesis 3, verse 13. Yes, 14. And the Lord God said to the woman, Yes. What is this you have done? What is this that you have done? The woman said, Yes. The serpent deceived me. The serpent deceived me and I ate. Come on. So the Lord God said to the serpent, mm. Because you have done this. The Lord speaks to the serpent. Because you have done this. You are cursed more than all cattle. You are cursed more than all cattle. And more than every beast of the field. And more than every beast of the field. We want to hear how was the snake cursed. And come on. On your belly you shall go. Ah, from today. Those feet that you have. They are gone. Sometimes the feet fell down. Imagine such as that was a sea Imagine Imagine Tola and Tumacha Manga from today also that they became a little quattro. Imagine Mutola fell out of the city 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 of the This is exactly what happened in the Garden of Eden. The Lord said to the snake, From today, you shall never have feet again. Because the snake was still was still moving around like this. And then what the Lord said, you shall not have feet again. The feet came together, what the Lord will see. Because the snake had been before. It got finished. You shall move on your bed all the days of your life. Let us hear it. Let's continue. All the days of your life. Yes. And I will put enmity between you and the woman. There shall be an enmity between you and the woman because this is the woman who made it not a conversation. Now there shall be an enmity between you and the woman. What's going to happen? And between your seed and her seed. Between the seed of a woman and your seed. Because this, the woman had only one seed. Since the world began, the woman had only one seed. And that seed was Jesus Christ. Come on. And he shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. The woman and the seed, the seed of a woman is Jesus, shall crush your head. And when a Satan, you shall bruise the heel. Look where the devil is going. Where is the devil going? Where is the devil going? Because it started in Genesis. The fifth story started in Genesis. That's why the devil is about your feet because you are the messenger the devil is angry about your feet the devil is angry about your feet because a person with the feet of God carries the message comes it listen church when the, when the snake was standing and speaking to Eve it was carrying a message now the Lord sees that if I allow this snake to be always moving around on each feet, it is going easy because the covenant is where now on the feet. Wherever you step your foot, you want you possess the land. So when the devil is going all around with feet, it is going to possess everywhere. I rather take out the feet of the snake so as the snake not to possess anything. That's why the snake will never know now. Because it doesn't own you anyway. The snake cannot say, my father, people, this is my place. Once you see it, you destroy it. Why? Because it does not have the feet, so that's why it's to claim the land. Okay, I will come to you. Many people, God and the devil is trying to find a goodness to go through you. He makes your feet to run to dirty things. He makes our feet to run to wrong things.
when things are bad. You move when people are talking about you. You move when people want to push you down. You continue doing the work of God because you are better than the devil. You are called to do excellence. You are called to be the messenger of the kingdom of God. Can someone say, I hear you? Thank you. 
There is a gift at the foot of the cross. There is a gift at the foot of the cross. It doesn't matter whether you're educated, whether you're rich, whether you're poor. It doesn't matter whether you're illiterate. It doesn't matter who loves you or who hates you. But there is a man who hangs on the cross. There is a man who hung on the cross. There is a man who hung on the cross. That man, as he was hanging on the cross, he was giving us an entrance. You know, the main thing why we are Christians, let me tell you one thing. The main thing why we are Christians is not to get houses or cars. The main thing why we are Christians is not for you to be married. What we call the Guru the main thing to be Christians is not for you to be married. The main thing to be Christians is not for you to be rich. The main thing to be Christians is not for you to stay in a big house patient. The main thing to be a Christian is for you to carry the message forward. If you start carrying the message forward, you have already crushed the devil. When you carry the message forward, you have started working for God. If you keep the message in you, you are trying to block the purpose of, of God sending his child, Jesus, and because he came to make us messengers. That's the main purpose. He came to make us messengers. Let me tell you something. If you are a messenger, you are going to travel. I've been all over the world because of being a messenger. I didn't go there looking for a job or looking for money or looking for anything. I went there to preach the gospel. I am a messenger. I, my visa was just to step. Go wherever you want to go. Why? If you want to travel, be a messenger. If you are a messenger, God is going to open ways for you. Your feet are going to be longer. You're going to have big strides. He's going to order your step because the gospel is where it's not only in your mouth. The gospel is in your feet. What do you populate as you go around? The gospel is hidden in your feet. Can I show you something? How many of you had something? Right, well, this is, this is a spoiler. This is a spoiler. I want to you, mom of you know what is a spoiler. What you want to be with me. This is a spoiler. When, when the, the snake spoke to, when the snake spoke to, to Eve, and Eve took the fruit gave to Adam. When they ate, the Lord had told them not to eat anything. Right. When they ate the tree of knowledge, but that was not the only tree. There was another tree that was called the tree of life. Listen carefully. The devil did not have any authority on earth. Amen. So he could not eat the tree. Yeah. Because it's not the devil who was told not to eat the tree. Even if the devil ate the tree, we don't know whether he ate or did it. It didn't matter to God. Because the destruction was not for this entity. Even the devil was a spirit by then. So you couldn't eat and digest. So the only thing that he could do to violate the law of God was to enter into a snake. Hallelujah. And then the snake, even if the snake eats the fruit, it matters nothing. Because the snake can eat, there's no problem. But the person who was supposed to eat was Abraham, was, was Adam and Eve. That's the only people that the snake wanted them to eat. And it has been hidden why the snake was so serious. Most of you are standing here. You don't know the reason why the snake wanted an Adam and Eve to eat. Some of you don't know. Since what someone put in what matter? What matter? What matter? What matter? What Because if eating can make somebody to be wise, then I'm going to be wise. Praise God. Now, now, I want us to come on to the closure of the message. It was after you have 
disobeyed God, number one. It is one to disobey God. Once you disobey God, I'm going to make you to disobey again. When now you have disobeyed God and you have gotten the knowledge, this knowledge, in fact, this knowledge, God was going to give you, but I need you to get it through me, through disobeying. Now that the day, now that Adam and Eve have got the knowledge through disobeying, now they are going to disobey again. Can you guess what they are going to do? There are two trees that they must not eat. They've eaten one. Come on, it doesn't mean Pythagoras. They are going to eat another tree. Are you listening? They were now going to eat that tree of life. And listen, once you have got sin already, and then now you have eaten now the tree of life, there is no redemption. They were going to live forever in sin. Because the tree of life stops even God to kill somebody. So the plan of the devil was to make men to perpetually live in sin the rest of their lives. That's why when God sees that, he puts angels with a flaming sword to stop Adam and Eve to come and eat again.